Hi, my name is Milian Mori and welcome to my podcast Warrior Family. In the first episode, you will hear my speech, half of the speech from Almaty, where I spoke in front of 6,000 people. They cried, laughed and felt incredibly inspired after hearing my story. This is your chance to get to know me and see why you can achieve absolutely everything you want. I did it and right now I'm going to tell you why. One word, one sentence, one day, one book, one seminar like this, and one person can change your life forever. Would you agree? Would you agree? Would you agree? One word, one sentence, one book, one seminar, one day can change your life forever. And I'm sure that during yesterday's and today's event, you will sure heard, or you did already, that one word, and you will see many people on stage that can change your life forever. But guess what? Who must be the person to do the freaking work? Who? You, you are right. And this is the reason why change and growth is not easy. It is simple, but it's not easy. Because at the end of the day, you must go home and do the work. Уважаемые друзья, меня зовут Смилян Мори. Я приехал сюда, в Казахстан, только с одной целью, чтобы вы стали больше и лучше. So I, I get these questions all the time. Did you ask yourself any of these questions like, what is the secret to success? We're asking these questions all the time. What is the secret to success? You are starting with a business, you are starting in sales, you are starting in your MLM business, and you are asking yourself a question, and you are asking others this question, hey, what is the secret of your success? We all want to know one secret, okay? But there is no secret. I know it's one secret. Get off your chair and work your ass off. This is the whole secret. Do you agree? Yeah? So I get these questions all the time. What is the secret to success? How can I make my dreams come true? Uh, can I be successful in sales? Can I be successful in network marketing? Uh, how can I be happy? Uh, how can I live and have everything that I want? Basically, these type of questions are just questions about the success and happiness that Jordan talked about. Would you agree? Yeah? So what we want, we want to be successful, whether it's money or wealth, and we want to be happy then. But do you know many people that are successful, they have all the money they want, but they are not happy? You know one of them? There are a lot of them outside. And maybe today is the time 
for ourselves to look the truth in the eyes and ask yourself some tough questions. Are you ready to look the truth into the eyes today and ask yourself some tough questions? You know, many, many people call me inspirational speaker or motivational speaker. I don't think so. I'm not a motivational speaker. I think I'm more an irritational speaker. I'm not sure if you're going to be motivated after my speech, but I'm sure you will be irritated. And that is for sure that what, what I know, that because of that, you will get some motivation for Jordan, some strategies from Robert, and some irritation from me. Basically, you can go out and do some freaking work. Because just being happy and motivated will not change your life. Sometimes you have to feel the pain, and this pain you can only feel if you look the truth into the eyes. So, people are asking all the time, is it, Smilian, is it possible to have it all? Like, you heard Jordan talking about, and some other guys yesterday, I think it was Marshall Goldsmith, I did an interview maybe two hours before he got on stage. And I'm telling you something, man. He's the real deal. He's the real deal. He's really the number one coach in the world. So I was the one to interviewing him. And he was coaching me right on the spot. Right on the spot. <laughs> It was unbelievable. I was, a couple of times, I was about to cry in the middle of my interview. He is the real deal. Who thinks that he is the real deal from the yesterday's speech? He is the real deal, trust me. You don't get a title, the number one executive, executive coach in the world just because you wrote 38 books. You have to deliver. So is it possible to have it all? What it means to have it all? Like, to have it all. Jordan told us that he likes to make money. Don't get me wrong, I like money too. I can smell it. But today's presentation is not going to be about making money or selling. I like selling. Actually, my number one love is selling. <laughs> But there is something more important than only selling. Is it possible for you guys to have it all? Yes, it is. The answer is, yes, it is, but it's not simple. And literally, it took me 20 years to figure this out. It took me 20 years to figure this out. 20 years of doing the, what? The work going to the seminars, attending all masterminds, hiring coaches, trainers, investing 600,000 something euros from my pocket into my mind in order to find out that there is only one key principle to be really successful. Only one key principle to be really successful, and that is 
to have it all. I mean, have to have successful business that it's growing steadily, that it's making you profit. Then you have to have successful marriage or partner. Then, in order to have it all, you have to have great relationship with your kids and time for kids. And if you have time for kids, take time for kids and spend quality time with them. Then, what about the spiritual connection to higher self or to God, whatever you call it? And then at the end of the day, to have time for yourself, to take care of your body, to work out, to exercise, to meditate, to go out with your wife, to spend a time together with your family. This is for me to have it all principle. Who likes that principle already? So, and then I realized that in order to have it all, the only solution is that you start to live what I call now a warrior family way of life. Anybody interested what is the warrior family way of life? Okay, I don't see many hands. Ah, it's about translation, I, I get it. So, before I tell you this, I will start with some numbers. I like numbers. I'm a businessman, I'm a salesman, I like numbers. Who likes numbers? I'm not sure. I have 150 sales agents back in my country, in Slovenia. They like, they love numbers if they are high. If they are low, they don't like them. <laughs> they like numbers on their paycheck if the paycheck is fat. But if the paycheck is not fat, it's actually teeny little paycheck. What do you think? Do they like numbers or not? They don't like numbers. You know, they either they don't like numbers when they have to report how many sales meetings or appointments they had in previous week, in previous month. And then they start to lie. And then they start to make things up. And they, they start to guess, like, between four and six a week, uh, approximately X. Who is the salesman here? Please raise your hand. If you're not raising your hands, either you didn't understand, you didn't get the translation, or you didn't get the Jordan presentation. Everybody should raise your hands. Who is a salesman here or saleswoman? If you're still, your hand is not up, it means that you don't want to become a salesman. But I think that Jordan was very clear. Salesmanship is the number one art you have to master. So let me tell you about these numbers. What are the numbers? Please shout it out. First is what? One more time. Let's do it again. Dvacet. Harasho. Dvacet. Devet. Dva. 
17,9 minus 0, kako skažeš, 300 tisoč. 300 tisoč, 3.2 milijona, 16. oktjabr 98, 10. dekabr... Da, hrašo. So let me tell you about the number 20. I'm very proud of the number 20 because it represents how many years I'm in the business as an entrepreneur. Uh, and still alive. <laughs> not eaten, not beaten. 20 years of doing the work and bringing in money every night, every day, every month, every year to give the salary to at least 25 people in the back office and 150 checks to my sales agents. Trust me, it's not that easy. Not every year is the same, not every day is the same, and I'm not the same every day and every year. But you have to deliver, you have to produce. Then the number 10 is really great number. It's actually the best number for me, my family, my business, and my wife. 10 is the number of years that my wife and I needed to conceive a baby. You know, for some people it happens overnight, literally. <laughs> they go out, they have fun, they have a couple of beers, and here it is. But for us, it took us 10 years to conceive a baby, and it was the most painful event in my life. But the most painful, painful event that made me the man who I am today. Why is the number nine magical number? Because to get a baby, my wife needed to go through nine years of nine IVF procedures, in vitro fertilization procedures, to get a baby. And I was watching her getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger every year until she went from 50-something to 100-something. Trust me, it was not easy for her. It was not easy for me either. Ten. Ten. You heard it right. Ten is the number of a day, and nine is the number of months when our daughter Sima was born. You see the magic numbers, 10, 9, 10, Some numbers will follow you whole life, and you don't even realize. So think about the numbers from today on. 10 is also the number of the best-selling book that I wrote. And 2 is the number of years that we needed to adopt our son Samuel from Russia. 
he, he looks like me. You cannot say uh, that he, she, he is different. And again, mine. 17th of September 1972 is the day that I was born. You do the math, it's around 45 and some days. But listen carefully. This, what I'm going to show you now, it took us how many years to adopt a baby from Russia? Two years. We didn't realize at the beginning how painful and hard will be this procedure. Then it will take us so many days and years. And then it happened. One day you get this baby out of the foster home. And you guess what? Yes, it was 17th of September 2011. It was on my birthday. I didn't, I didn't plan this. You can't plan this, shit. It's just the day the judge in Moscow said, today is the day to pick him out, to pick him up. And I didn't realize until I hold him in front of the steel green doors. I said to myself, wow, today is my birthday. Actually, his birthday is on 5th of July, but who cares? He's the only guy in, and the only member of our family that has two birthdays. One is 5th of July, and the second one is on 17th of September. Minus zero is the temperature here in Kazakhstan in July. No, it's not. <laughs> it's actually hot here in July, is it? Very hot. Minus zero was the number on my bank account when I started my insurance business and network marketing business. Actually, it was a little bit more minus than zero. 60 million is the turnover that my company has made in the last 10 years. Thank you. And if somebody would have told me, if somebody would have told me 20 years ago, when I, when I came through doors like that into one seminar room, I didn't have a clue where I'm going, one, one friend brought me there, dragged me there. Actually, he lied about where we are going. And if someone would have told me back then, 20 years ago, when I was entering the room, that this day, one word, one sentence, one guy on the stage will change my life completely, I wouldn't believe him. If that day somebody would have told me that in the next 20 years, I will train more than 300,000 people at live events, for the guy from the village of 500 people, I would told him he is, what? Crazy. 
One year ago, I made a decision that I will become the influencer on the social media. In one year, we went from 6,000 fans and followers on social media accounts to 3.0 million followers in 12 months. I was very happy about these 3. million followers, but I forgot about three major followers in my life. But more about this later. And then we have two more dates, if you remember. Which one? 16th of October 1998 and 10th of October 2017. They are almost 20 years apart almost 20 years apart, and they changed everything for me. They changed everything. Everything sounds so great till so far, huh? Would you agree, all these numbers? You hear the numbers, you hear the speakers, millions, billions, gazillions, success, everything, yeah. But, is this the whole truth? This is not the whole truth. It wouldn't be fair to stop the presentation here for you. So, what is the, 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 the 16th of October, 1998? This is the day I came home back from Ljubljana, where I was practicing law at the high court. I still remember as if it was today. We were living in our, we were sitting in our living room with my family, mother, father, me, my sister, and I had to announce that I'm quitting my job at the high court in Ljubljana only to become a full-time insurance agent, a network marketer, and perhaps a business owner one day. I was very determined to do that, but mm, I felt something in my stomach. I was so nervous to announce this decision to my dad. He was so proud probably of me because I, I, was, one, I was the best student at the police cadet school in Ljubljana. I even got a pistol as a reward from the Minister of Internal Affairs. I was the best student at the high school of internal affairs, and then I was the best, one of the best students at the faculty of law. And now, his son is here, sitting in front of him, on his way to become the minister of internal affairs, telling him, I'm quitting my job in the government, and I'm going out, knocking on doors, selling insurance, with the dream to be one of the best network marketers and business owners in my country. Yes. <laughs> Clap if you want. I'm telling you, he was fired up. He was fired up. He said, yes, Milian, this is the guy that I wanted you to be. You should quit your job in the government. I'm happy. Do you think that he told me this? 
Well, you know what he did? He said, I don't want to see you anymore. Get out of my house. Shame on you. We invested so much in you. You were the best here, the best there, the best there. You are on your way to the Minister of Internal Affairs. And you are telling me, you are telling me, you will do this not serious business? Are you, are you crazy? Get out of my house. And he kicked me literally out of the house. On that day, I learned a lesson. Never let opinions of other people control your life, even if that is your father or mother. And never let other people's opinion control your reality. Until so far, I listened to his every advice. And the best advice he gave me I think this was the best advice he could give me, was, hey, go to school, study, and learn. So you don't need to work as I'm working. You see, I'm struggling my whole life. You are smart, go to school and be one of the best, and the whole life will be different. So I went to school, I was the best in the police cadet school, I was the best, I got the I got the gun as a reward from the Minister of Internal Affairs. I was the best student on the High School of Internal Affairs. I was the best, one of the best at the Faculty of Law. I did everything. I did everything. But at, at the end of the day, you know what happened? On the day that I got my first check, I still remember, it's a, it's a blue envelope. I opened it up. And I'm here. My friend, my friend, he, he, he was doing just enough to get by every year, and I was the best, and I was even helping him to get by. And now we are opening the envelope, the blue envelope, with our salary. And I'm looking at my salary. I mean, I'm not sad, but I'm not happy either. I, it's, like, it's like zero degrees. It's not the best seller, it's not the worst, but it's okay. But then I see his check. You guess what? Is it lower than mine or higher than mine? Same shit! Same shit! Here is the best student, all the rewards, and the gun from the Minister of Internal Affairs, and here is the guy, the worst. We have same salaries. For a moment, I thought to myself, I'm gonna shoot myself with the gun that I got from the Minister of Internal Affairs. <laughs> thanks, thanks God that I didn't do it. But that day, I said, I'm not going to listen to my father anymore. Because he is maybe a good man, but he was born and raised in some other time, in some other circumstances. And I said, okay. And I made a decision. 
that I will become one of the best businessmen in my country. I must admit, first three, four years, they were brutal. Didn't have any money, couldn't afford nothing. Everything that got into the business, I had to spend for the expenses. I didn't have time for holidays. I was working, working, I was busy being busy. And then I found out something very valuable. And actually, I talked about this concept yesterday with Marshall. I asked him openly, what do you think, Marshall, about spending time in all these faculties and studying? He said, honestly, if you don't think you are talented to study, you don't go to school. But if you think and if you are confident that you want to learn and become a professor or a doctor, then you go and invest your time and go to school and study these skills. Otherwise, these skills will not help you to survive on the real market. I said, wow, if you said this, that's different than if I say it. And I found out that traditional school system will only give you the information. But the self-education as this now here, like a seminar here, or the other events that you're going and the books that you're reading about business and sales, they will give you transformation. Information is different than transformation. Would you agree? Okay, stand up for a while. And we will do some exercise. that you're going to remember till the rest of your lives. You have two hands like that. And then, with the right hand, you go into your pocket. You, you don't have a pocket. You just pretend you have a pocket. And you pretend that you are taking money out of your pocket, pretending. You have the money here. Then put it into your head. Okay? And from the, with the left hand, you take it out back and you put it into the left pocket. And do it again. You go into the right pocket. You grab your money. You put it into your head. And with the left hand, from the head into the left pocket. Uh, let's do it three more times, but this time faster, okay? Whoop, hop, hop, whoop, hop, hop, whoop, hop, hop, hop. So it means, what it means? It means every thingy, every ruble, every dollar, every euro, you invest from your pocket into your mind, this mind will fill your pockets over and over again. Not the government, not the pension system, nothing. Okay? So, say to your neighbor, invest in your mind. Say to your neighbor, invest in your mind. And show him where the mind is. Okay, you can sit down. I still see some 
people standing. That's good because you follow orders. <laughs> so right now, I want to talk about the word that is so powerful. Because of the, at the end of the day, you will have to do that. You will have to make some, some decisions. Please, don't leave this seminar without making at least two decisions. You don't need to make so, like many decisions, five, ten, because it's overwhelming when you come home, you don't know where to start. But at least two decisions. One can be very small and one can be big. And maybe in one or two years, you will find out that this small decision changed your life completely. But you don't realize today. From my point of view, what does it make, why does it make sense to go to this event, to event like this? It's just to get out and to have some decisions in your pocket, in your mind. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Let's be honest. You will forget all of this shit that you heard two days. On your way to home, you will forget. You took so many notes. You won't read them. You won't read them. Anybody attended some events already, took many notes, and never read them. You will watch. You will want either watch. I recorded with my phone so many times, speakers on stage. Never look them at home. Never. I go home and I'm stuck in my business, and the stress comes, and this shit and that shit happens, and you don't have time. So while you're here, be here. While you're here, be here. Don't look through the phone. There is nothing to see through the phone. And make some decisions, some important decisions. One of the most important decisions that I ever made was to go and meet Richard Branson on his Necker Island. You know who is Richard Branson? Did you hear about him? Yeah, he is a billionaire. But he, he is a, he's kind of a role model for me. Like if you say success, I see Richard Branson. But I wanted to make sure if he is the real deal. So I got this goal. It was almost a dream to meet him one day, to greet him and maybe ask him one question. And I, I told this news and my goals I shared with some people that I know they can help me. I didn't share this goal. I want to meet Richard Branson with some idiots that can ruin my, ruin my, my, my goals. I just share this with some people that can help me. And maybe after two, three, four, five years, I got a phone call from one friend from the United States. And she said, Smilian, there is one opportunity to go on Richard Branson Necker Island and meet him and 25 other multimillionaires and spend seven days with him. And the, 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 it, it is X amount of dollars. And it was a lot of dollars. And I had to decide. And she said, you have five minutes. I said, okay, five minutes. I already decided. But it took some time to get up back on the field. Like, oh, I was sweating. It's so much money. If I, if I take this money, I can buy the whole apartment in here in Maribor. 
And I can rent it out. And I can have this rent coming in for next... Oh, shit. It's a lot of money. And she's calling back. What is your decision? I said, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm coming. It's not easy to make some decisions in your life. Would you agree? So I went to the Richard Branson Necker Island. I will tell you honestly. Two days. Two days I felt like shit. I felt like shit. Here I was, the, one of the best <laughs> businessmen in my country with other 25 multimillionaires and with Richard Branson, I felt like shit. <laughs> I, I really felt like shit. I, I even forgot to speak English for two days. I was so embarrassed. I thought, what I'm doing here? This is not true. But I knew I have to ask him one question. The question that I had in my mind over and over again. But even being scared every day, I made sure that I'm sitting beside Richard Branson. You know, you know the saying that you can change your life even if you sit with some people in the same room? What about if you rub their shoulders with them? So I was making sure to touch Richard Branson from time to time. And then on the third day, I said, today is the day. And we were sitting at the breakfast. So two days I needed to study when he's waking up, what he's doing, and when he's eating, having his breakfast. And then here he was, breakfast, me in front of him. I was shaking and I said, Richard, I have one question. He said, yes, shoot. I said, your companies are making five billion a year. Mine, five million. What is the difference between you and me? And as he was <laughs> anticipating this question, he said, not a huge difference. I said, I don't even know how many times it's bigger, but I, it seems to me it's a huge difference. He said, no, it's not a huge difference. It just comes down to the decisions that you made. He said, I made many more decisions than you made. I said, Richard, can you elaborate? Can you explain? He said, sure, you know, Smilian, in your business life and in your personal life, every day you have to make some decisions. Some are simple, some are easy, some are hard. Some are not so easy, some are more complicated. And you know, Smilian, some people, they cannot even make some simple decisions, like what they will have for dinner, what they will have for lunch. And they go out and they sit at the table and they start to look at the menu. And then they go, uh, what you will have? And uh, what you will have? I'm, to ha I'm going to have a Wiener Schnitzel. That Schwarzenegger would say, Wiener Schnitzel. And then the other goes, oh, I will have Wiener Schnitzel too. So it comes down to some simple decisions. And he said, Smilna, there is very small difference between you and me and successful and not successful people. I said, what? He said, look, successful people make decisions fast. They make decisions fast 
and when they make a decision, they take many actions. Boom, 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 boom. Some are good, some are bad, some are right, some are wrong, some are productive, some brings results, some doesn't bring results. But nevertheless, they make fast decisions, decisions fast, many actions, then they think, they think a little bit about the actions they took, and then they analyze their thinking about the actions they took and decisions they made. And there you go. Decision, many actions, thinking about actions, analyzing, thinking about the actions, new decision, many actions, ta 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 ta. And not so successful people, what they do? They start from behind. They analyze their thinking about the action they should take. And then they decide that it's too late, that they are too old, that everybody is doing already, that it doesn't make sense. And while they are doing that, successful people are making what? Decisions, taking actions, and they are winning. Yeah, give a round of applause to yourself. It's not easy to make decisions. At that time, I wrote down in my notebook, I made a decision, really, there, on the spot, on the breakfast with Richard Branson on his island, I wrote down, I'm not going to strive anymore for perfection. All I care is about progress. Whew. It changed my life completely. Not perfection, but... Как скажете по-русски? Нет перфекция, прогресс. Прогресс! It's simple philosophy, but trust me, many people die because they want to be perfect. We will never be perfect. There will never be a right time. There will never be a right time to write a book. There will never be a right time to call one prospect. There will never be a right time to deliver a seminar, a speech. There will never be a right time. There will never be a right time. It's only the time. And who makes the right time? The right person makes the right time. So don't strive and wait for the right time. Let the right person show up and make it happen. And then you will see that this was the perfect time. When you stand up and you decide and you do actions, this is the perfect time. This is the now time. Not somewhere in the future. Sometimes it's now or never. It's not, it's not like I have enough time, really. You maybe have enough time, but you don't have this time anymore. It's gone. We, we live in this circle of thought that we are either young enough and we still have enough time 
or we say we are too old and we don't have enough time. <laughs> One of the major limiting beliefs that maybe Jordan didn't put on because he was talking about the limiting beliefs about money. But the limiting beliefs about time, it's a huge one. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Actually, this is the biggest lie that we are telling ourselves. We don't have time. Thank you for listening to the first part of my speech from Almaty, Kazakhstan. The second part is coming in a few days' time. I also have a great surprise for you. My amazing interview with a great, the only Grand Cardone will be available here on 1st of July. So don't forget to subscribe and be one of the first people to find out his secrets to success.